He was soaring in the sky, his cassock flapping like giant wings. He floated lower, sinking into a velvety meadow. Father Daniele woke up. The phone on his nightstand was ringing. He groaned, annoyed to be pulled from the solace of sleep. He glanced at his clock. 12.30 a.m. It must be bad. He fumbled for the phone and heard a cavernous voice growl. A man is dying at the cemetery. He needs a priest. The caller hung up before Father Daniele could say a word. Father Daniele stumbled out of bed and grabbed his clothes, putting them on as he crept downstairs. He carefully avoided the creaking board to not wake up his housekeeper who slept in her first-floor apartment. From his office, he took a satin pouch containing the sacred oils and a small golden box with a few hosts. The cemetery was about ten minutes away. He hoped he could reach the man in time to give him the last rites. He turned over his car and yawned. What a day it had been. Two masses, waves of penitence at the confessional, the Santini twins' baptism, and finally, the last excruciating hours with her in the moonlight. He headed out of town on La Strada di Sirmione, a black ribbon of road that unspooled to the horizon. His high beams cast two melon balls of light on the scarred pavement, and the suspension of his rushing Fiat Cinquecento whined in agony at each blow the road delivered. Nestled in a pillow of clouds, the moon spilled diffused light on the castle at the edge of the town. The tulip-shaped battlements at the top of the castle were constructed of decaying, blood-colored bricks. They looked like wilted flowers the day after a funeral. At the outskirts of town, he sat straighter, readying himself for the sinuous road ahead. As the road curved, his headlights swept across a silvery field of corn. A candlelit Renaissance villa, cut into the hill, flickered like a yacht anchored in a midnight sea. At the end of the curve, the moon peaked from behind a curtain of cypresses. A silky breeze carried the pungent scent of freshly mowed fields. A concert of cicadas filled the night. As he neared the cemetery, he slowed down in search of the entrance. When his headlights flashed on a dark bundle, he gasped. That had to be the man. He wasn't inside the cemetery, but was lying in the dirt just in front of the gate. The moon cast eerie shadows over the body. Moonlight filtering through the shifting sycamore branches created the illusion that he was moving. Father Daniele knelt next to the man who was lying in a pool of blood. Can you hear me, my son? The man's lips made a feeble movement. Father Daniele put his ear to the man's mouth and repeated, Can you hear me? He felt the warmth of the man's evanescent breath, but didn't receive an answer. He repeated his question a third time. Still no answer. Since the man couldn't make his confession or swallow the host, Father Daniele gave him the absolution. Realizing that he had left the sacred oils in the car, he stood quickly, retrieved the oils, and then knelt in front of the man. While making the sign of the cross, he said, Ego te absolvo e peccates tuis in nomine patri e fili e spiritus sancti. He unscrewed the vial of sacred oils and anointed the man's forehead and hands. On the other side of Castelletto Veneto, a small medieval town 30 miles north of Verona, the Carabinieri barracks were still. Captain Mazzuri was seated in front of a card table, forking down bales of linguine from an overfilled plate. The phone rang, rupturing the quiet. 
Missouri wiped his mouth with a napkin bloodied with tomato sauce, stood lazily, and sidled to the phone. A man is dying inside the cemetery, the caller said in a monotone voice. Who is this? The caller hung up. Missouri punched the table. He rang the bell and then waddled off like a wine vat on twigs. He grabbed his navy blue jacket, scurried outside to a van, and revved it up, opening the door for Lieutenant Burato, who hopped in next to him. They roared away in their van, capped with a flashing blue light, radioing for an ambulance during the trip. Within minutes, Captain Missouri approached the cemetery, his tires kicking up clouds of dust as he slowed down. Before killing his headlights, he noticed a tall man standing over a prone body. Missouri stopped abruptly and hurried from the van, leading with his flashlight. 